All right, Tony Johnson, you're on the vent, buddy. How you been, man? Pretty good. How about you, brother? Dude, I mean, talking with you, man. Uh, dude, I've had a whirlwind of fucking shit going on. Like, um, just friends from back in the day have all been sort of coming into my life right now. You know, it's crazy. Um, yeah. So I'm honestly, man, I'm feeling good. Feeling pretty good. So, I see you got your, uh, your little boy there hanging on to your. Yep. Little, this is uh, this is pretty cool. Um, I kind of mentioned it before. We can talk about it a little later, but if you would, man, just um, mo- a lot of my listeners probably know you, maybe remember you, you know. So maybe just break it down, like kind of your whole, uh, your whole flow into the core and kind of what you're doing now. Yeah. So I got into the Marines. Like I basically didn't want to go to college. Pretty sure I was going to party myself out. Uh, signed up. I ended up doing about six years. It was um, an MP in Oki with you and Gorbs. I actually went through uh, MP school with Gorby, too. Like same class? But, yeah, with nice. uh, Staff Sergeant Tackett. No shit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, after that, I got extended for a year on Oki, and I was just trying to get out. Then I did MSG duty, so I went to Israel for a year, uh, lovely Haiti for a year, and then... Uh, I ended up in Estonia, which I didn't even know existed, but I ended up getting a blood clot and um, they brought me back to Quantico for like eh, the last six months of my contract. Yeah. And I actually linked back up with uh, Cawthorn. Remember him? Yeah. He, yeah. Chaps. Uncle Chaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. That threw me through a loop when I, I got into Barstow and I'm looking at it. It's like, that guy looks super familiar. Yeah. It, so it, oh, yeah. when he, so I remember it popped up on my, on my feed when he like, he wrote a, a blog or an article about like himself and I was, yeah. like, I was like, no shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't, we, we were talking for a little bit. We don't so much talk anymore, but, um, dude, MSG must've been pretty wild, man. I, I, so I kind of remember, I don't know how much contact we had, but I remember seeing like some of your pictures and this very well could have been on like MySpace, Maybe I don't even know. Yeah. I think Probably. I remember a little bit of like what you were doing in Israel. Um, and Israel. I, I totally, I totally remember the blood clot thing, but, um, what was MSG like, man? That's pretty wild. We've never had anybody, uh, who went through that on here. Uh, it's, it was a good time depending on where you go, like even in Haiti, but it was like, it felt like you're kind of a second class citizen to the, you know, the people working in the embassy. Yeah. Israel's a good time. I got in trouble a couple times there, but <laughs> if you want to get into that, we can. That's up to you, man. You can talk about whatever you want. Were you partying? I didn't get arrested, so. Yeah. Partying <laughs> or what? All right. Cinco de Mayo. I got off first shift, I think, but my, my gunny at the time was Latino, so he was all in. I'm double fisting. You're, you're basically a bar at your house. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. I've heard that. Yeah. And uh so we're going to town and then most people, you know, fell off for the night and then me and uh two other guys went to this bar called Temple Bar. And uh I had to go take a piss or whatever when I got there. I said, just give me whatever you're getting. So I came back to a liter of beer. What I did not realize was there was whiskey in that beer. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, and I slugged two of them, and then I tried to go home, but I couldn't even speak to the cab driver who drove away. Uh, I was supposed to say 52 Herzliya Street, and I was probably just stumbling all over the place. And uh, so I, he drove away, and I said, fuck it. And then I punched a car mirror off. Then I got mad. I punched a car mirror off, so I kicked this, uh, you know, those big red clay vases. Yeah. holding like trees and shit yeah i kicked one of those it shattered <laughs> so i got pissed off and i just sat down yeah all of this was in front of uh two israeli cops but yeah but they were scared of me which worked in my favor for once and uh they just called the embassy yeah and i got picked up so i'm guessing it was fairly obvious that you were from the embassy uh, i'm assuming yeah. yeah i mean i probably had a freaking flat top or yeah, were you, yeah. were you, were you, you're a fucking huge dude. Were you like bigger than most Israelis? Are they big people or no? Like, did you stand out? I'd imagine you stood out. I stood out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like more of the tattoos. Okay. Too. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, you don't see like, there's a few, but you don't see like big giant, you know, I'm not that big, man. <laughs> dude, you're pretty good size, bro. Like you're muscled up, man. You always have been. But I mean, like, I'm only I'm down like 250 right now. Yeah, I down. guess that sounds bad. You said down, <laughs> down to 250. Yeah, that's yeah. I got up to when I was in Haiti because there's nothing to do but list and drink, and rum is super cheap in Haiti. Oh, I bet good rum. I bet. Uh, yeah, I was up to like 275. That was way before the earthquake, right? The big earthquake. Yeah, I was back home by then. Uh, and uh, eh, it's gonna sound crass, but. In all honesty, I saw the pictures and I was like, "It looks exactly the fucking same." Dude, Hades I've heard heard Haiti. <laughs> yeah, I've heard Haiti is really, really bad. You know, and it's sad. Yeah. It's, it's sad because it's, I've I've met a bunch of like Haitian people, just very yeah. in the Marine Corps, out of the Marine Corps, and a lot of them seem like really great people. That's just the circumstances they are. in Haiti, man. It just seems terrible there, man. Yeah, the, uh -huh. like the because we have when you're on embassy duty, you have local drivers and stuff. Yeah, most of those dudes were awesome. Yeah, they seem like great people. But it's just, you know, the situation you're put into. Yeah. Haiti, like, Haiti, I mean, I don't know, but we've been in Haiti as Marines. We've been in Haiti forever, multiple times. Yeah. For any number yeah. of reasons. Like, and then, so what happened with the blood clot? Like, what's the story with that? Because, like, you're in shape. You're a healthy dude. And I'm not saying that, I mean, blood clots can happen to anybody, but that seems kind of wild. Like, what, what was the deal with that? So we think because I had a bunch of testing too to make sure it wasn't genetic. And I think it was from um, the flight over to Estonia. I just didn't know it. And the weird thing was like, all right, I'm going to get in super cardio shape. Sorry. Oh, buddies. No, it's good. Dude. I love this. <laughs> love this. Uh, so I was doing like box jumps and sideway jumps over the, you know, the bench and all this crap that could just jar it loose. Cause it was yeah. in my lower leg. Yeah. But uh, they don't really speak English in Estonia. They're, like, getting over the uh, – I mean, at the time, they were 20 years removed from USSR. Right, you know? right. So even none of the older people would ever, like, smile. The younger people kind of would. They were a little bit crazy. But the lady was, like, telling me, like, you have to go into the hospital. And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go home, get my stuff, and I'll come back. Yeah. So I, I ended up uh, going, like, getting my laptop. I think I had, like, Simpsons DVDs or some shit at the time. And um, 
black body. And um, they put me in a room with three old Estonian dudes, like a normal sized hospital room. There was no dividers. There was nothing. It was, it was wild. And then my wife, uh, I was dating her at the time. Oh, no, we weren't engaged yet. But she's a nurse. So I was like calling her. It's like, these are the pills she's trying to, they're trying to give me. Like, yeah. what is this? She's like, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, and then they ended up putting me on uh, a cruise ship over to Finland. So I stayed in Finland for like two months. But my buddy, came and, my buddy came and picked me up. Yeah. Originally, he had brought me two cans of Pringles. So I was eating the one. And he came back when we were going to go on the ship. And he's like, how'd you like those Pringles? I was like, pretty good. I, I don't know. I didn't look in the other one. He put... Uh, a couple cans of beer and the other one. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you should have yeah. looked at this one. <laughs> yeah. So we drank those. Uh, and then, I don't know, Europe must be just fast and loose. We got on the ship. We had our own little cabin. I'm in, still in hospital clothes. And he's like, they left. And he's like, you want to go to the bar? I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so I have hospital clothes on, a tag, and we go to the bar, and we're just on a cruise ship going over to Finland. But Finland was sweet. I bet Finland was cool. Like, so how far did this clot? How dangerous was this? Like, obviously, if you couldn't, if you couldn't finish your time in Estonia, it must have been pretty bad. Like, did it? How far up did it go? It, it, it didn't move that much from my bottom leg, but the danger was like being an MSG guard or even an MP, something like that. You couldn't. You're on blood thinners. Yeah, you know, to try to thin it out so you can't stand duty. Right. Well, I mean, and and plus, like, if it releases and travels, it can it can get into your heart and kill you. I mean, it go in your heart, your lungs. Yeah, that's no that's that's no baby thing. I mean, those things are dangerous, man. Yeah, that's wild. But Finland was awesome. I was like the kind of the designated party marine. That's awesome. So, like, were you I, you were able to clear? No Say that again. You were able to clear the clot and everything, like your health. You, you know, it's not any. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Two months in Finland must have been pretty wild. I mean, you expect on MSG, you might get you know three countries or whatever. Plus, if you go help another another duty place out or whatever, but that's pretty. Yeah, yeah. I, I only really left uh, Haiti from Haiti. I went to Guatemala City uh, when W went there, and then in Israel. Uh, Condoleezza game a few times. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I actually was working with a NCIS guy who um, was on later on was on that State Department uh, PSD team, and he used to talk about Condoleezza Rice all the time. I heard she can be a very bossy person. She's we'll tough. Yeah, she's tough. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't. I like her. I don't, I don't think you get to her position if you're not, you know, pretty assertive. Sure. Girl, right there, Chloe. Well, so what are you doing now? What do you do for work, man? Did you ever wind up going uh, or college or anything or what? Yeah. So after I got out, I didn't know what I was going to do. It was during the recession. Uh, and my grandma, actually, who's since passed away, but uh, she sent me a, she used to send me news articles all the time. Right. She sent me one that a local college was doing the, yellow ribbon program have you yep. heard of that oh yeah yep so that was 
like that college is about 15, 20 minutes away from my house. So I started going there. <clears throat> and then once I figured out how the post 9-11 GI Bill worked, uh, I started scheduling my own classes. Sorry, he wants to speak up. Oh, it's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I started taking, you know, the max credits. I was taking 18, 21 credits, whatever. Yeah. Finished early. And then um actually go on. Okay. And then uh <laughs> what? Are you hungry again? Anyway, uh, so then I started my MBA. So I got almost all of it paid for. I had to do like a semester that I had to pay for. That ain't bad. That's not bad at all, man. But yeah, What'd surprisingly, you I have my MBA. I'm going to put him down real quick. Hi. 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 Okay. You're just hungry. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you got your MBA. What are you what are you doing now though? Aren't weren't you I feel like weren't you a teacher or some shit or no? No, no. Uh I'm at I work at like a heavy manufacturing plant. Okay. I started out in the union, now I'm in the management side. What? What's that? You love it or what? Is it cool or it just pays the bills? What's the deal with it? It's a job. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm always looking for something more fulfilling, like like something with more of a purpose. But yeah. for now, it's too good to leave. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're taking care of your family, man. That's what matters. Yeah. I don't know. I I lucked out, dude. Like for a while, when I got out, when I first got out, I was working with the state, and it was in something I was super interested in. Um, mm -hmm. but the crowd for me wasn't um wasn't right so uh i just got lucky and you know i'm not in the guard but i work with the guard so i'm around military guys so it, it works out for me man big time but yeah i, I get what you're saying man there's it's weird man it's hard like everybody says like oh you got to find a job you love so you're not working and all that stuff but it's like all right well i gotta pay bills in the meantime you know what i mean like, yeah <laughs> so, like i mean and like i've climbed up the ladder there and it's like it's too good to leave right now i don't know yeah it's hard to it's just hard to walk off a certain, you know, certain stuff, man. Sometimes you just got to deal with it. Focus on, focus on being at home with the family and work is just work, you know, just is what it yeah. is. Just, a, you know, a means to make sure everybody's good. Yeah. You said your wife's a nurse. How's it like, so is, is she doing the, the nurse thing full time or what's the deal? She was full time. Uh, since we got the kiddos, she has been doing about one day a week. She works now at, um, she used to work at the hospital. She works now at a surgery center. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of flexible. For sure. Yeah. But, so, I mean, I mentioned, I briefly mentioned it. Like, um, so tell me, dude, I like admire the absolute shit out of you. Like you and I, when we started talking, we, we've sort of always been connected, but we've been talking a lot more. Um, yeah. And like you, um, so like, I mean, I don't know where you're at in the adoption process, but you're out, you're fostering. I remember seeing you like posted your certificate and everything. And it was like a big, it was kind of a momentous thing for you, but like, so kind of explain what you've been through with that. Yeah. My wife and I had been through, we've been trying to get pregnant for like, since like 2012. And then we did 
I don't know if you know what IUI is. I think I've heard of it, yeah. So I basically go handle myself in a room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cattle, you know. And then there's a more expensive process. Uh, but we did IUI six or seven times, and then they tried – they came in and tried to sell it to us. Uh, IVF is like freezing eggs and the whole deal. Right. We're like, okay. And the doctor left and this lady came in and it was like, they're trying to sell us a freaking car. Yeah. And they're like, well, if you, it doesn't work, you get this much back. And like the whole thing just didn't feel right. You know? Dude, it's gotta be weird. Like, I mean, it's gotta be strange. Like when this is a, a thing you're trying to do, but it's also sort of a business, right? So it's got to be weird. Like it's, you know, it's just like, For sure. it's just like sort of really special thing um, that you're trying to do like as a couple, but then they're, but they're, yeah, I get it, man. It's got to be strange. That had to have been really awkward. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, fucked it. it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, we were like, you know what? We're going to take some time. And then, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I so I just I mentioned this, man. I think this is incredible. Like you literally like and I love that um your little boy's here with you because like this is like like overnight you just went and took you took on another kid. Like Dude, it, it's the incredible. whole thing's been insane. Yeah. So yeah. So to get back, we decided like, all right, like if we can't have our own, let's just try you know, we might not be able to keep the kids, but let's just try to do something like yeah, right. kids, you know, need homes and stuff. So we got certified as foster parents. The first one we thought was quick. Um, they called us, I think on a Friday. No, they called us Sunday to confirm. And then we're in a Steeler game actually. Wow. And we're like falling our eyes out in the freaking stands. And I'm not a crier, you know, yeah. So, uh, the mom wanted the the girl out. She was four at the time. Now she's five by Monday morning, and they just showed up, dropped her off, uh, like with what she had, and that was. And then the caseworker left for a thing. Okay, so now we just have a four year old. Yeah, and I mean it's it's unreal to me. Like, Oh, it's insane. But the baby was even crazier because we hadn't even talked about having a second one. Yeah. Like, hadn't entered our mind because we're getting ready to adopt her, hopefully by the end of the year. Yeah. But uh, it was June 20th, the day before Father's Day. Yeah. And we got a call at 11.15. It was Saturday, obviously. By 1.15, we had a two-month-old boy we picked him up in the parking lot at a restaurant from the caseworker it's fucking insane unbelievable dude yeah I can't believe like i have a um I, uh, the shit dude the shit that's happening in this country with children right now or at least like the, the sort of some of the attention that's being brought to it I think is insane and then to hear like how you know i know like i think you guys are incredible like you're taking on these kids and raising them and giving them a shot. But at the same time, it's like, like you said, it's like a caseworker just meets you and like hands over a, a human. Like, yeah, it's not like we showed them our ID or it's a, little it's a little, I know you're certified, but, and I get it, but it's a little shocking. Like, 
you know, and then to hear, you don't have to go into details because, but I mean, we've talked a little bit about some of these, you know, like your daughter's story and stuff. And it's like, it's a, it's, it's a little, it's like, holy shit, man. I, you know, I mean, yeah. These people exist. Like what some of these people do to their kids. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. It's unreal. Yeah. I don't like, I don't think I'm that great of a person, but going through all this stuff, it makes me think at least I'm better than some people. I don't know. Dude. I mean, just like even, I know, um, your daughter's, uh, story was pretty kind of rough to hear when you told me like kind of what they were doing and like how sort of you've grabbed what you, you know, sort of changed from kind of doing the, all right, let's foster to, to, well, why, why can't we just take care of her and make her yeah. a family? I mean, you know, um, I don't know, man. She fits right in too. She's a smart yeah. ass. <laughs> yeah. Like she's got attitude. I mean, you have to deal with that, but it, She's going to need it, too, because we thought the birth father was about 5'1". So she's tiny in stature. Yeah. But she's going to need that freaking sass. Oh, it's all good, man. Let her, you know, she, she, in my opinion, has every right, man. It's like when you meet people, dude, sometimes you you fucking have no idea what some folks have been through. And, like, it's that's what it's going to be like for her one day, you know? Like... Her story yeah. would be incredible. Like, hey, these amazing people like took me in, but this is what happened before, you know. Like, it's wild. Yeah. It's just like, um, I just, you know, I think being a being a father is is one of the greatest things, the greatest gift I maybe have ever been given. And um, I agree. I lo- I love it. Even I just can't imagine or not whatever. I cannot imagine um, any kind of ill thing to a kid i just can't even i don't even know i don't understand how people uh like yeah like you know you start some of the drugs or something that these people are supposed to man it's it does weird weird things to people. unreal yeah she's i think i already said yeah she's refused the last four visits uh, i don't get it I don't get it so there's, like, there's mandatory visits like so you you have her she's in your custody you take care of her you're raising her but um, you know she has a biological mother so like you, you know by law imagine you're supposed to um well for for her it's different because she was already like adopted then yeah i remember kind of i remember you telling they gave her back after two years so I remember that story you told me that story yeah but with with him it's all drugs and uh, it's not looking great for the parents, which is sad. Like you can't get your this, this girl's had like five kids and she's only twenty one. She has custody of none of them. So wow, that's unreal. Was he? He wasn't like a. Um, was he healthy when he was born? Or I mean, no. What's it? So what's up with him? Like. He was uh, born addicted. Jesus. Uh, he's good now. Everybody we talk to, like we, you have to meet face to face with the parents and like the caseworker and everything. And everybody's like, "Wow, he looks twice the size." Hold on. Hey, you. Hi. Hi. How are you? We we were roommates in Japan a long time ago. Nice to meet you. 
Nice to meet you. Yes, Mark. Mark. Yes. You're an incredible human being. I love what you guys are doing. Ah. I mean, that's pretty. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah. I think what you guys are doing is insane. It's nice to meet you. I'm gonna go get the screaming baby. Yeah, we have a screaming baby. Bottle's heating up. He's hungry. What are you drinking? Little little Jack Ryan Coke, bro. <laughs> I had to I had to I had to do my chicken coop, man. And like we're getting ready to go on a little family like workation kind of deal. We're gonna go down to Vegas. It's not far from here. So hold on. Did your kid just go get you another one? Well, she's taking it to my wife. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. It, I mean, it pays. It, it pays for itself eventually, bro. Like they'll go to the refrigerator and get you shit eventually. Um, but I mean, dude. It's yeah. It's just like. <clears throat> Man, so like this, your little guy was born addicted. Like, yeah, unbelievable. By the time we got him, it, he was like two months old. Yeah. And he, in all honesty, like, obviously, we've never had an infant before, but he's been freaking awesome. Yeah. He only cries when he shits himself, needs to eat. That's about it. Yeah. So, normal baby stuff. So, he doesn't have any kind yeah. of visual effects of, I mean, not that we've seen, no. So we lucked out there. So his his birth mother was addicted to heroin. Is that correct? Like, is is a, is still addicted <laughs> to heroin? Sure. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I I just couldn't even imagine a little tiny human um, addicted to heroin, dude. Like, yeah. Supposedly, uh, yeah, they cry a lot, but they were probably well. Know, they're in the I would imagine once the baby's born, it's in a constant state of like withdrawal, right? Like, yeah, yeah, Christ, dude, like, dude. So that's probably why he doesn't give a shit right now. He's happy just to be fed, clothed, you know. Oh, I, I mean, even at two months, I'm sure it's obvious. Like to to a, a a little baby that's just trying to survive, man. I'm sure it's pretty obvious, like a shit situation and a comfortable situation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah unreal dude i mean babies just want to be fed and changed and swaddled you know what i mean and that's, like, it. Yeah. that's it and dude, that's it swaddling is the best invention in invention ever oh yeah dude oh yeah so chloe my daughter chloe had like some food allergies and stuff right and it would manifest itself in, in her skin like in a in a form mm. of eczema and so she would itch and like and be in this itchy kind of pain we used to have to like i mean swat we had to take swaddling to like a I don't want to say, yeah, I don't want to say crushing, but like we had to like really like you know what I mean? Like we had to really hold her and 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 yeah. keep her arms pinned down and like we used to have to keep her uh swaddled up while she slept, dude. Like we used to, you know, be like <gasps> you'd have to wake up all of a sudden just to you know, because you didn't know like she would be swaddled and what if she rolls over or anything, you know, it's just like fuck, man. Like Yeah. If she rolls over, then she yeah. might smother herself. Yeah. But if you if she wasn't if she wasn't swaddled, she would literally tear like pieces of her face off it was like because it's so bad you know what yeah I, mean? I actually did that to myself as a baby yeah like babies will just they just want that pain to go you know to i mm-hmm. i couldn't even imagine um i've heard of i've heard of nurses and stuff like trying to take care of these babies that are born you know addicted and things and it's kaya this, uh, <laughs> uh, buddy tony we were roommates like years before you were even born are you the golfer she, hey, come here. She can't hear you. Oh, right. <laughs> Are you the golfer? Yeah. <laughs> I heard you were pretty good. 
Thank you. You know, uh, I was your dad's roommate when he started dating your mom. Did you know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> it's crazy. I told her uh, we were roommates when you guys started dating. Yeah, dude. I think you. Um, she was our third roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, like, you, you probably left, like, I don't know, uh, what, maybe half a year or something of, before we got married? Like, I don't know. I left in December. Oof. 2004 or 2005 i can't remember i gotta say yeah you guys weren't married yeah i gotta say oh five ish because we got married in oh six okay dude your msg shit happened actually happened fast like i remember it happened quick like uh you were like yeah i'm gonna go msg and like boom you were you you did you put the package in and we're like deuces like yeah i didn't have any marks on my record just because probably because i was an mp (laughs) (laughs) I got, I, oh my God. I, I don't even know if I should tell this story, but about a week before I got my good cookie, I think it was me and Newton. We went out, yeah. uh, drinking, went to Coco's. I ended up falling asleep on that walking bridge. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. The duties <laughs> picked me up. Oh, Luckily they were cool. Yeah. And they, oh, I, you know, we, I came back. I can't remember who the, we had uh, MPs at the gate too, checking people. But I was like, you know me, you know me, you yeah. know. <laughs> they were trying to act like they didn't, and uh, they're like, "Do you do you know this guy?" And they're like, eventually, they're like, "Yeah." I was like, "I just need to go to Yo Nanani four seventy two, baby." <laughs> oh yeah, that was like our that was our go to man, Yo Nanani, baby. <laughs> Dude, you and I, and, uh, we had some rippers, man. We had a couple nights where we oh. were after it like geez dude i think we used to party a little bit before we were roommates but when we became roommates i think we tied a couple on didn't we yeah. there's actually a picture of us vomiting under the stairwell at yonana knee i don't know That's if quite it, possible i don't know if <laughs> it still exists i don't know if it still exists but it was out there for a while it was <laughs> schlake remember schlake he brought us home Oh, I remember Corporal Slick. He helped us get home, but you and I, like, you, you, I don't know if I got sick first or you got sick first. We fed off each other. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think both of us, we were going because the other, one of, whoever went first set the other one off. I don't remember who it was, but it was bad. You know what? I do remember that night because we went out with him, right? I think so, yeah. It was, I don't know if he was leaving or what, but. So he challenged me to, like, a drink off, basically, and before we left, like, I went to take a piss and I came back. And there was a flaming shot of 151 on the table. There, oh, yeah, there was. <laughs> yes, there was. And, and uh, of course, as a probably 19-year-old, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'll take that. You yeah, know? Of course I'll do that, yep. <laughs> it, and then I came outside and I threw up immediately. Yeah. That was probably the night. <laughs> I'm sure that was the night, yeah. Dude, I mean, you used to be able to hammer. Dude, I've, I've personally witnessed you throw a beer down before you went to the gym. <laughs> like you're like, let me get one before I go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, I've made some bad decisions. I was uh, the one night I drank that box of wine. I don't know if you remember that. So I remember I had, wine being around, but yeah, I mean, dude, so you, I drank. You had some benders, bro. I'm just saying, like you were. You, <laughs> I, I had like two, three glasses of this box of wine, and then I mixed it with. Then I explode. Oh boy. And then I decided to go to the gym 
Oh, then I almost dropped a 90 pound weight on my face. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't have been good. Then I came back. You know what? I think I was still Martinez's roommate. You remember Dan? Yeah, I remember Martinez. And I think, weren't you roomies with Maine for a bit? And then you came across the hall. I think that, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had, I love, I love Maine, but we had some, it came to some disagreements. <laughs> yeah, not everybody's not everybody's cut out to be roomies, bro. No, <laughs> it's all good. But oh, yeah, I, think I ended up falling down a stairwell on some glass. I don't remember. Dude, like when we were, so we had. Remember, we had like the company gunny came in the room, and like you had a little. I don't know what the fuck you had, but I think it's the most ridiculous thing. Like Marines, like we were fucking literally in patrol cars carrying weapons. Responding to yeah. like responding to domestics, but we weren't allowed to fucking cook in a room. And you had like some. Oh yeah, I had a George Foreman. <laughs> you had like a, you had a Foreman, and you had like some kind of little. I don't know if it was like a little rice cooker or what it was, but you did, you were making noodles. Remember, yeah. you used to make like a little pasta. Yeah, a little pasta thing, and like you would eat like wheat bread or some shit with it. And like, but do you remember that company guns came in, and she's like, "I'm just not going to tell anybody that you have that." <laughs> I mean, I, I, just, I used to think it was so ridiculous, like. It's like, dude, you want me to go like knock on people's doors when they're beating each other up inside their homes, but we're not allowed to. We're not allowed to cook in our room. Like, come on, unreal. Yeah, it was supposed to be a fire hazard or something. Yeah. Uh, didn't you used to eat? Um, didn't you used to like eat peanut butter and bread? <laughs> Wasn't that one of your go-to's to like? So you remember when we went to Red Cards and all that crap? Yeah, yeah. That's when that started. Okay. So like when did, uh, can you walk me on like a, a can you walk me on like a Mongo smash like weight weight journey? Like what were you out of boot camp and like what did you you know what I mean? Like how cuz when I when I when I got to Japan like you were big but I remember you getting bigger, like much bigger. So I gained like 40 pounds in about 6 months in Japan. Yeah. Jeez, dude. What what were you what were you looking like when you came out of um like what were you when you went into boot camp? Uh, about one eighty something. I can't even. I don't even. I can't even. I'd have to see it. I don't even. Think <laughs> I mean, but by the time I got to MP school, I was already two or three ish. Okay, so were you, they, were you like, were you a gym rat when you were in high school, or not so much? No. No, I played soccer, man. That's right, dude. You did play soccer. I remember that. You played soccer, and you're a fucking English Nazi. Like I remember, you used to fuck. What I mean, like. You you have like a command of the English language that's actually fairly impressive for a gym rat. I'm just saying, like you sort Thank of you. <laughs> you break the mold there. I'm just saying, I can't even I can't even picture you at 180 pounds. I don't even. I mean, that doesn't even resonate. It looks like I have a big head, basically. <laughs> Dude, that doesn't even <laughs> resonate with me. Not even a little bit. So you're at you're you said you're at you're down to 250. You said what were you like? What was like your peak weight when you were in the in the Marines? Like uh, 275. Oh yeah, I mean I bet every bit of huh? Because you used to stack like you were lifting heavy heavy shit, dude. Like I was yeah I was pretty jacked in Haiti. Like I'm I'm naturally just a big dude, you yeah. know. Yeah, but I mean when so, you're putting in the work and you're eating you're eating the calories. I mean you're you're like a large man like. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's big. What are you, are you in the, how many times a week are you in the gym now? Are you still going to the gym all the time or what? I've worked out about a year. <laughs> you look, you still look like you're in great shape though. All right. Keep going. 
Dude, I mean, look at, I mean, <laughs> you're, still, you're still looking healthy. You said you haven't worked out in a year? Uh, roughly. I, I fucked up my wrist. Then um, we got our foster daughter. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's going to put a little damper on it. Obviously, there's some adjustment yeah. there. I mean, you know, it's on. Then I screwed up my finger, the tendon off the bone. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds gross. Uh, but it wasn't that bad. You ever heard of mallet finger? I, so I know I know there's like a lot of awkward things that people do to their fingers. Like, what did Fallon? So, Jimmy Fallon like caught his ring finger on some shit and like tore his fucking finger off. Like, yeah, there's weird. Yeah, things. yeah. There's awkward things that happen to people's fingers. It's strange. Well, I don't even know what I did. If if you know what trigger finger is, it's when the tendon comes off on the inside. But mallet finger is on the outside. That's so it didn't hurt. It just looked really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. So I had to wear a splint for a while, but I'm, I just got that off. So I'm going to start lifting here and probably next week. We'll see. Yeah, dude, so I was doing good, man. I was like, I've been in and out of the gym. Like, um, I don't have a choice anymore. I don't lift like crazy. Like I'm not trying to be like massive and big, but, um, I have to try to keep my back strong, dude. Like I have so much lower back problems. Like I have to lift to try to, it's weird, sure. weird concept. Like, I go to the gym to try to keep my back strong so it actually, like, doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Like, it hurts while I'm in the gym, but it reduces yeah. some of the chronic pain. It's really strange, but, um, it's dude. Funct- I, it's functional. Yeah, dude, I fell off on the – when the COVID shit hit, man, I fell way off, like, way, way off. Like, I need to fucking, you know, sure. I need to get right again, man. Obviously, I'm carrying a ton of extra weight and shit, too. I got to – you know, there's a lot of changes I got to make, but um, my thing is I'm the first one to admit it, but, yeah. I just like, it's so weird, man. Like everything that's going on with, I can't believe you haven't lifted in a year. That almost seems like strange. That's like, like, yeah, I, I don't like need it. to like call your wife and check on you. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's, I mean, that's, I was definitely a lot calmer mentally. Like it helped, you know, in more is ways than one. Yeah. Is that your thing? Like is lift, lifting always seemed to be, um, you didn't make any compromises from when I remember Like it was like, nope yeah, I want to go out, but I'm going to the gym first. Like there was no compromise. Yeah. So has that always kind of been a thing for you or what? I mean, yeah, since I started working out, yeah, it kind of justifies the debauchery, I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude, I totally get it. I totally get it. Like I would like to eat. I'd love to eat. And like, but I don't punish myself enough. You know what I mean? Like I need to, if I want to eat more, I need to pay the yeah. price more. That's me. Like I get it. No, that, that's a hundred percent. It's yeah. Sad but true. Yeah, <laughs> it makes total sense though. It's like you know, my you know, you remember Curtis? Do you remember Curtis Paulson? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so he that was like one of his things, man. He's like, dude, I want to drink and I want to eat. So he would just slay himself, you know, and like, what time is it? It's time to get big. Yeah, like I'm, I mean, yeah, man. Honestly, like as much, that, as much weight as I have on my body right now, I could probably get, I could probably bulk up pretty good. I don't seem to. um I don't seem to bulk like other people. I don't think I ever really did. I never thought like, I don't know. Some people respond to the gym better. Like clearly you could probably do like bodybuilding shit. Like, I don't know if you, I, want, I don't know if you want to get into a little onesie or whatever and fucking, <laughs> you know, show off. Oh, I've been in a onesie, but nobody was enjoying it. That's for sure. <laughs> I have an American flag speedo, buddy. There you go. <laughs> Dude. Dude. I'm I the know. only one that likes it. <laughs> Didn't you guys take when you bought your house? Didn't you guys take that sweet picture with the pitchfork and shit? Like, yeah, we did. Like, yeah. like, dude, you do some. Paul and Paul. Yeah, bro, you do some of the funniest shit, man. I love that. Like, is are you still in that same house? Is that the house you bought? We are. 
yeah. it's transformed, obviously. But have you done a lot of work or what? Just for the kids, I'm like oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, getting ready for them. I used to have a man cave. That's where I am. I'm downstairs right now. I still have my Sega hooked up. NBA oh. jams in the cartridge, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so I mean, Play NFL. Uh, what is it? Madden '94. Oh, dude, you're the greatest. That's amazing. What was the <laughs> What was the lead time when um, your little girl came? How much time did you have? A couple of days. That was about it. So, like, what was it like? Like, you didn't have like any of the stuff, like, or were you guys slowly so, preparing, or like, what was the deal with that? Like, we were slowly preparing, and um. Because, I mean, it was, inevitable. it was inevitable you're going to probably wind up with a child, but you didn't – I mean, it's not like they tell you, like, hey, it's going to be a baby, you need this or you – know. Well, we had originally said zero to, like, three, I think, for the ages. Fair but enough. they okay, called us. Said, like, yeah, you had, like, an idea then. But they called us, and she was, like, four or, like, whatever. But we, we had a bunch of people, like, it was awesome, donate a bunch of stuff. That's cool. Because <clears throat> we didn't know what age we were getting. And then yeah. she showed up. And then when they called with him, we were already set up. It was like kind of serendipitous in that way. Yeah. And people were like, do you need yeah. stuff? We're like, yeah, no, man. we actually have it all in the basement. <laughs> we just have to pull it out. I just couldn't imagine like, you know what I mean? You literally went like, like you said, I mean, it's like you're at a Steelers game and like, and they're like, Hey, you're going to, you're going to have a child. Like, I mean, it's, it's shot. It's like, I, just, I said, I I'll admit it. I, I, I cried. I don't, yeah, I don't I just, cry. Yeah, I know you don't. You definitely don't like between the two. And we them, were like, so shocked. It was like, so I had to take the next, I took the next couple of days off and they just showed up, dropped her off in five, 10 minutes. Caseworker was gone. And we're like, okay, here we go. Here we are. And it's been a full bore since then, man. I, I mean, dude, I just like, so when, when we traveled to the Philippines, um, Lori's father, basically like he takes care of a lot of people. You know what I mean? He was in the Navy, right? He was in the Navy. Yeah. But okay. I mean, in the Philippines, he takes care of a lot of people. And like, and before we went, I always said like, you know, if I could ever have a chance, like I would love to like help a kid out, you know, like whatever we could yeah. do. Um, and then I went to the Philippines and I saw like what he does and it's like next level stuff, man. This guy takes care of like multiple families. Like obviously he has the means, like it's, it's almost, it's almost nothing to him because everything in the Philippines is so cheap, but it's incredible. Like right. you, when you give so much of yourself to help people, I just, I just have so much admiration for that, man. Well, it has to feel good for him too, you know? Oh, like, well, because he came from nothing. He literally came from nothing. So like when you come home and you can, um, you know, you're sort That's of, awesome. You know what I mean? You're sort of the guy who can now um, provide a platform for other people. No, to you're, you're the guy. That's yeah, right. <laughs> like um, he, ha he almost had, I don't want to say from, from me, you know, being the white boy in a foreign country or whatever, like he almost had like this godfather kind of sense to him, but not in like a weird, like I'm going to kill everybody kind of way. Like <laughs> more like a, more like a um, I'm going to take care of him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I totally want to, like he had duty. He, he put on this huge Christmas spread and like all these kids came and had like an amazing meal and they may not, you know, that's not something they're going to see all the time. Like they all got leftovers. They all got a little money. Like they, you know, it was, it was just, uh, you know, coming sort of some of the relationships I've had with my, you know, even my dad, like it's just uh, a pretty impressive, um, sort of thing, man. I just yeah. have so much admiration for, I can't say it enough, man. It's just, uh, I mean, you're talking about you're talking about a couple who's basically doing their own thing, like working and living and having fun, going to football games, and you're like, 
okay, I'm going to give all that up and take care of a human being, you know, without sort of the buildup, you know, it's just like, it's, it's, uh, man, what a lucky little girl, you know? I mean, I'm just, and you're, and, and now the, the little guy that you got, like, and, and it's obviously developed, right? Like you're talking about potentially, um, you're, you're working towards adoption on your little girl. Is that right? Yes. We should be able to adopt her within the year, depending on how, because the courts keep opening and closing, uh, cause of COVID. Yeah. So it all depends on that, but because of her backstory, like how those people just straight up gave her up, there shouldn't so be any obstacles. And that was because, so this was a, a, a family that adopted her. Is that correct? And then they were like, yeah, this isn't working out or something like, or they, or they weren't, it was even worse. It, than that. She had a bad family situation without getting to fix. They always try to keep it. They call it kinship care. Yeah. They abused her as well. Uh, these people fostered her, adopted her, and then after two years, uh, decided they didn't want her. So it's unbelievable. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe. Uh, I just can't believe people would do that. And I, I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, and I've seen pictures of your little girl, and it's like, I mean, I don't know. She's how a firecracker, man. I mean, she's such a, she's just such a gorgeous, like soulful little human. Just even in pictures, I've never talked to her, but I can just tell there's just a spirit there. Like, and, you're, and I just couldn't. Well, I, I can tell you if you did if you did talk to her, you would not get a word in. So <laughs> I love that. That's how my son is, dude. He's like he's seven, and that's pretty dope. She's oh. sassy as shit. Ugh. Tell me what's the plans with little guy, man? Like, what are you thinking there? I mean, we would we would love to adopt him as well, but it's too early to tell. Uh, we're still so early on in the process. We could have them for like a year, you know, and then yeah. something could come up and like legally we'd have to give them away. But so can I ask, like, is that a stressful thing or is that something you've sort of um, decided is just sort of part of it? Or like, how does that, that's gotta be a little different, you know, like. Yes. And yes. Like it's very stressful, but it's, I don't know. Like, in all honesty, we're like too busy to care. Yeah, you're you right. Like, he's, he's such a happy baby, and like you can be having the shittiest day, and you fucking change his diaper, you know? Yeah, or whatever, and he's giggling and laughing, and you're like, "All right, I'm good." <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I mean, it's just like it's just like life. Life actually isn't that bad, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it puts things in perspective for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know, man. I like again. I totally admire it because I just feel like um, I would want to keep them all. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like I don't know. I mean, that I'm, I'm sure you're feeling some of that, right? Like, for sure. Yeah. It's like once you. I mean, I know you, and I know you're you're a good dude. And it's like, well, I got him. I'm taking care of him. Like I, you know, I I would, I want to make sure this little dude is safe and happy. You know, it's like, uh, man. Again, that's I just I couldn't imagine. Um, I'm just thankful yeah. that the dude's not addicted to heroin anymore and he's got a safe place to live with a good dude and good wife. And, you know, like he's happy and, you know, for now he's safe and healthy, you know, I mean, yeah, that's kind of where we're at and that's kind of how you have to like leave it in your head. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> all foundation, man. It's like, it's like it all, it's all got to start somewhere, you know, I, I, man. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, what about, I mean, is, is the idea that you are going to ever have like a biological child, is that kind of out the window or is that something you're still kind of working towards or 
too busy we, to it or so we went for it for a long time and we went through the IUI stuff and everything and then it was like we just needed a break, you know? I know that's kind sure, of how we had a, a lot of people have said that's a stressful, stressful thing to go through, man. Like that that's probably the most stressful thing that we have been through, I would say. Yeah. Even with all the even with the, I've heard it's hard, man. I've heard it's really hard, you know. Um yeah, it's just like it almost like it's people have said it feels like work, you know? And it, yeah, absolutely, actually. That was the conversation we had. Well, I feel like I've heard, uh, you know, people have told me like, um, like a friend of mine, uh, Wallace, like I know they, they tried for a long time and then he, everything kind of slowed down and they stopped kind of working towards it. And then it just sort of came. Yeah, it just kind of happened. So, um, that's what we've heard too. And then it's like, but like I said before, it was like in the meantime, we just needed to do, we felt like we needed to do something, you know? Well, I totally get it. I totally, totally get it. it. And it married up perfectly with getting our hopefully soon be daughter, you know? Yeah, dude, I have, so I have a, um, it's such a strange thing to, um, to think about though, because like I've met some incredible human beings that like for one circumstance or the other, they're just having a hard time having babies. And like, you know, they're such, they're great people and they'd be amazing parents. And like, and then there's these people out there that, you know, like your little guy is born addicted to heroin and you're like, what, why, why on earth would anyone like that, you know, be able to just it's, have a kid? And- it, it, it's tough to swallow, but then you're like, to, not to sound cliche, but it's like everything happens for a reason. Like it lined up yeah, I get perfectly it. with the daughter and then with him. I get it. Dude. But it's still too early to tell with him, you know, honestly, but yeah, I get it. I just like, it's uh man you just deserve so many good things to come your way you know i just hope uh i hope you're able to adopt and i hope uh everything works out the way you want it to work you know what i mean like it's just like i appreciate it man dude it's uh, i don't know man we've shared so much time together like i just uh i admire the fuck out of you man i don't even know how else to say it i just really do i just think uh i mean you know I, i'm thankful to have the family that i have and i've always thought about you know, if if there was ever a time i could uh make like try to give a, a kid a chance in life like i want to i totally want to you know um man thank you yeah appreciate that yeah dude it's, i admire you too man like it's incredible man i just it really, i know you do the podcast for like fun and stuff but it's i think it's very cathartic for people you know veterans especially and it's not, well that too but in a selfish way it's it's very cathartic for me like one one i get to, <laughs> I get to connect with my friends right like um yeah and we get to talk about old times and that's amazing. And then like to, you know, just to be able to have a small platform to share, um, share some stories that, you know, people wouldn't hear. Um, you know, I think, uh, just hearing this story, man, maybe there's a guy out there who could, uh, you know, maybe, um, he'll go travel the route that you're traveling, you know, and try to make an impact in someone's life, man. I think it's important. Sure. If anybody uh, reaches out to you, like, and is interested in something like this, give my info. That's fine. I, I can help them through it. You know? Yeah, I totally will. Cause I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not to say it's easy either, you know, like it's not, <laughs> you, don't just, you don't just like, uh, say, Hey, I want to foster kids. And all of a sudden, like people are knocking on your door. Like there's obviously a process, you know? So, I mean, it's not, you know. well, you have to deal with, um, family visits, doctor visits, therapy, like for each kid. So we're finding, you know, it's, it, it's grown definitely since the second kid, but it's, I don't know. 
But I mean, you have to look some of these people in the eyes that like, yeah, like treated these kids in such a horrible way, right? Like, and not destroy them. Yep. Not put yep. hands on them. Like, I mean, the first time with uh, our daughter, we've heard them testify in court three times, I believe. The first time, my knee was freaking bumping. Jess was like, "Calm down, calm down," because. <laughs> I could jump right over one row, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unreal. I mean, shit. God, man, I, dude, I don't know, man. I don't even know. Um, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, I know, man. There's just so many layers to this. You know what I mean? That, um, and so many things you, you're going to be, have to deal with to, to, um, to provide for these kids. You know, it's, uh, man. It, it's, it's not easy, but it's, I, I would say it's well worth it. Yeah, well, I mean, you got two tiny little humans in your house that are going to be incredible people because of what you're doing. I mean, um, hopefully, yeah, yeah. Of, course, <laughs> of course, it's worth it, man. Uh, I mean, I'll, you know, I'm not going to say anything about them probably becoming Steelers fans. I mean, it just kind of is what it is. But you know, hey, I like Buffalo fans. By the way, you like what? Buffalo fans. Buffalo fans are kind of cool. They're yeah. insane. They are a little. They're they're kind of. They're sort of up. <laughs> every, dude, they're a little. They're a little up everyone's alley, but kind of like a, they jump through tables. <laughs> yeah, just a little too crazy, maybe for everyone to kind of jump on the train. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Man. I mean, dude. So my they're son, my, I, we were texting. My number. Are they your number two? Yeah, I think my. We were texting a little bit. I think uh, I told you my son like he watched the Steelers game and I don't know if it's the colors, but like, he's like sort of a, a, a creeper Steelers fan. <laughs> you know I mean? And I'm like, I don't know how, how do I, um, welcome. Yeah, dude. Like, how do I say no? I'm like, uh, <laughs> can't be like, uh, absolutely not. You're not going to like, you know, like how, how do you, uh, I don't know. I think he's, he, it's a little, you know, it's a little bandwagon ish, but he's young enough. He sort of gravitates towards the chiefs now. But I think it's because, you know, this is kind of the year where he uh, – not only did he play football and he was on the Chiefs, but then they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that's a very powerful kind of thing, you know. And, and I'm like, dude, like sure. you're actually born in that state. You were born in Missouri. <laughs> like there's some ties here. Oh, he was <laughs> when you are in Missouri? Yeah, he was born in Fort Leonard Wood. So, I mean, it's sort of a – it's you know, it's a tie where people wouldn't be like, really, dude, you're a Chiefs fan? Like, well, here's why, you know. I don't know, man. I mean, I think uh, I think he's going to just kind of – it seems like he just really loves football, so he'll probably just kind of be into the game. And probably a lot of players. Fan of the game. Yeah, I think it's cool. Um, and, like, I'm not going to lie, dude, this kid, Pat Mo- Pat- Patrick Mahomes, like, he's a pretty special dude. He's kind of yeah. – you know, he's one of those, in my opinion, like one of those generational guys. Like, seems like he's, good, he's good on and off the field, and, and it's like, all right, man, I could I could totally, you know, I could see where my, you know, I would, I would want my son to kind of model some of his behaviors off of him, you know. Yeah, and he just got paid what, what was oh, the contract dude. half a billion dollars? It's pretty gaudy, whatever it was. <laughs> I mean, he made a lot of money. He's, Eddie, I think he earned it. You know, I'm just saying, like, sure. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. I, I'm trying to. I was very much like when you. I'm sure it's kind of the same in in sort of that part of Pennsylvania. Like, you, if you're in that area, like, no, you got to be a Steelers fan, like. It's yeah, you have much, to, it's it, very much like that in Buffalo. Like, how yeah. dare you? How <laughs> dare you even mention like another team? You know? <laughs> well, how do you feel about Josh Allen? How about that? I like him. I like him a lot. Um, he's got a he's got an arm. Yeah, dude, he's sure. got a cannon. I think I think he's uh, he's not going to be like uh, give him a year or two and he's going to be great. I think his development will be 
um, a little longer because, you know, he, you know, look at where he came from Wyoming, man. They're not really right. They're not known for having super powerful offenses and all that stuff. But yeah, no. I, th- I think when you, uh, when you look at just raw numbers and talent, I think he's, he's definitely got the goods and yeah. he's very much, uh, he seems like a, um, a very much like a no bullshit kind of kid. And that matters in Buffalo. It just totally matters. Like, awesome. You know what I mean? Like, like people, not anyone can just show up in Buffalo and play. It's like, uh, he's I not feeding you fluff. Yeah. Like, I think it's the same. Like in, in these Eastern teams, I think, uh, Buffalo, your both your, uh, Pennsylvania teams and in your New York city teams, I don't think they can just, you know, I think the, the personality actually matters, you know? Uh, I, yeah, I agree. 100%. The, fans, the fans are just, they won't have, they just won't, they won't, they're like, go, go fuck yourself. Get out of here. Like, so <laughs> I think he's good. Yeah. I think he's good for Buffalo. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully he hangs around. I'm, I'm not saying he's going to win a bunch of Super Bowls either, but you know, I think he's, he's going to be good for the team. Yeah. yeah. Jim Kelly was, he's like a Pittsburgh guy. Western PA. Definitely a Western PA guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he used to bring all a lot of the coaches. I used to go to his football camp when I was a kid, and he would bring like a lot of the coaches. Oh, no yeah, he would bring a lot of the coaches out of there because that that area of Pennsylvania is like um, sneaky mm-hmm. good for developing football people, man. Sneaky. Yeah, Joe Montana. Yeah, uh, I think who else? Jim Kelly, obviously. Uh, Joe, maybe. So from that, I would let me say maybe it was that era, right? Like that era was, and you got a lot of guys that were coming out of there that. Um, that really played. And now it seems like quarterbacks have uh, just by nature of kind of where offenses have, have developed are a little stronger out in the West now, I think than they used to be, but yeah. Cali. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because they're, they're, they're starting to run these crazy air raid kind of offenses when they're young, you know? So um, yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I think, you know, I think uh, Buffalo has got a little future. What's going on in Pittsburgh though? Like are, uh, they're, they're to be, <laughs> You got Roethlisberger is probably what year year left, maybe two at best. He he's coming back from Tommy John surgery, which I think I think they said no other Q, like pro QB has come back from. But supposedly he's feeling better than ever, and he looks good in videos and stuff. But oh shit, I've never heard of a quarterback getting Tommy John's. That's a pitcher thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't. I've never been a like giant Big Ben fan, but uh, I rude the day that he leaves. Like, yeah, that's sure. not somebody you just replace, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. As much as as with whatever the injuries and some of the bullshit he's been through, you don't just trade that guy out and no. all of a sudden, you know. Um, my guy Josh Dobbs from Tennessee was playing there for a little bit, but I think they traded. Yeah, him. he's a freaking. Uh, what was he a rocket? Yeah, he's like scientist some, or something. He's like an aeronautical engineer or some shit. Like, yeah, super crazy kid. Yeah. yeah, they traded him to. I think they traded him down to Jacksonville. I don't know how long he wind up in the NFL, but that dude was kind of cool. Um, he was just a good kid. I kind of I, I I hoped he became our next quarterback. So but. I was sneaky, kind of hoping he would too. But what's the other kid they got behind Big Ben? What's that kid's name? <sighs> Mason Rudolph. He's not horrible though, is he? I mean, he's a decent quarterback. I mean, he's all right. He's a backup. That's what he is. Like, fair enough. Yeah, I, fair enough. I was at the game where he got like knocked the fuck out. Shut up with the helmet, <laughs> really? When they hit him with yeah. the helmet? Oh no way! You were there live. No. Yeah, and that's, that's crazy. He, they're pulling him off the field, and he had a, They just ripped the face mask off. 
yeah. to make sure like he could breathe. Right. And he looked like he was in freaking Looney Tunes land. He was <laughs> not great. Oh, that's uh, the duck for a few games last year. He almost got us into the playoffs. Yeah. But. Oh man, football, dude! I, are you so? Where are you at with sports? Have you been watching? What are you? What sports do you watch? I mean, uh, I'm I'm watching whatever right now. Like whenever I have time. Normally, I I stay up late to feed the baby, uh, so that's when I watch shit. So I've been watching baseball recently. So you're not a very baseball guy, though, are you? I'm not. I'm definitely not. No. <laughs> No, but it's sports. I, yeah, dude, I took on I took on baseball. Uh, exactly, it's sports, right? It's a live sport, and you're like, it's this is worth watching. I took on baseball because my son seems to enjoy it, um, mm-hmm. and I just obviously I want to be a little bit intelligent on it. So that's kind of why I watch baseball. But right now, I'd watch fucking curling if it came on. I've always I, I think yeah. curling is sort of pseudo fascinating, anyways. But um, yeah, man, I just. Yeah, I think sports matters, bro. I think it really matters. Like, um, it's just, I, didn't, I, never, I never realized how much of an escape it was. I was going to say a year ago, I probably would have disagreed with you that sports matter. But <laughs> once we got it back, once it was taken away, I should say, and then once we got it back, right. like I've been watching basketball, which I never watched. I've been watching baseball, which I'd like leave on in the background or whatever. But right. it's – sports baby <laughs> yeah. yeah man it's it's actually it's it's a it's an i think it's literally an opportunity for some of these other sports to grab a little bit of a market they didn't have you know i just wish it was absolutely I just wish it wasn't so fucking politicized man that's the only thing i just wish i get where these guys come, a lot of these athletes come from and they have a message and they have a platform and i'm with it you know what i mean but yeah. The actual uh sport as an organization like come on man leave it alone you know just leave it alone dude Cause then yeah, I get that. You're playing, like different. you're playing a game. <laughs> yeah. It's, once they start to politicize it on the court or on the field, it's now not a distraction to me. Yeah. This is where I feel, but I feel like that, you know, let them have their moments, let them, let them address the issues they want to address, man. But I don't, yeah, it's man. I want it to stay a distraction and not like if, if I'm going to turn on a football game and it's basically just CNN, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. But to your point, though, like the MLS and the WNBA, this was their time to grab, you know, to get more viewers. Yeah, yeah to get, get the, more fans. Yeah, get some exposure. Um, yeah, and 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 I think like it's 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 actually inter- really interesting to me. Like, um, so the MLB has not handled COVID very well at all. <laughs> no, like, they got whole teams popping and shit. You know, what I mean? like what happened? What happened with Miami? I heard they went to a strip club. I heard I don't several things. Know. Just they all. I have no idea why they all got COVID, but a whole bunch of them got COVID. But you're talking like, but then like you know, I'm a fight guy. We used to watch a lot of fights together way back in the day. I've been doing you know watching <laughs> MMA forever, and like that's what my my lasting memory is me sitting on the couch. I think you and Lori be in the bed. We're watching a UFC or a Pride, some kind of fight. Yeah, yeah, because you had all the DVDs. Had them all, and I'm I'm sitting there drinking Johnny Walker Red and eating potato bread, dunking it in peanut butter, trying to gain weight. Yeah, that's that's what, and I think Crickenberger and, <laughs> and Rudy walked in. Remember, uh, where, where is she? <laughs> but I mean, but it's like, dude, like, 
they they bought an they like rented an, a whole entire island in like Abu Dhabi and like set up this insane fight island. Yeah, yeah, dude, it set up this insane bubble for all their fighters to provide the sport for the fighters and the fans. And you're talking about MLB, like one of the one of our nation's greatest sports. Like they can't like a little bit. Yeah, it's mostly our pastime. Come on, man. <laughs> don't tell me they don't have the money to do it. You know, don't tell me that they couldn't have done better. That's all I'm saying. Like, so you got well, hockey. Rob, Hockey's back, right? They're up in Canada. They're doing it in two locations. Zero cases, right? Zero cases. They've tested like uh, when they first started. Before they first started this round robin thing, they had conducted like over seven thousand tests. That's that's crazy. Like, that's insane. You know, I'm just, that's Rob organization that cares about clown. the people. What's that? Rob Manfred's a fucking clown. <laughs> who's, that, who's Rob Manfred? Is he, what is he like? The commissioner? Of MLB commissioner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, what what are you doing, dude? Like, what are you what, like? Come on, man. You you got to be better. You got to be better. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, your sport. If you don't do it right, your sport is going to lose stature. You know. Yeah, for sure. It just is like, um, and I baseball's I, not overly popular right now, anyhow. Well, not when you got guys like stealing signs and shit, and you find out they're you know the same as, <laughs> like you know what I mean? like. That's, yeah, that's kind of a big hit um, when you hear about people, like like that's like basically organized cheating. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean it was well done. Oh, wow. but from I, yeah. I, I don't follow <laughs> baseball, but from what what they told me it's like one of the one of the highest tech cheats they've ever you know i guess stealing stealing signs and shit in baseball apparently has been a thing forever like that's what they do but there's like unwritten rules in baseball and they that basically like totally violated like yeah and then so some of the numbers are coming out and some of these guys that were like some of these astros like el tuve and some of these guys that were having like incredible years when they're yeah. on signs, they're like they're getting he's batting like one seventy nine or something. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's just like totally garbage. <laughs> You're like no shit. Like, well, then people are getting mad. They're uh, that that dude from the Dodgers threw at the dude's head, which probably a bit excessive. Maybe at a head is a bit excessive, but what did you expect? Come on. Well, then he kind of mocked them too, like yeah, making like crying. Yeah, maybe not. A good, maybe not a good look for them. But I mean, if anyone thought that wasn't going to happen, I mean, sell me some of what they're smoking because obviously, yeah. obviously they were going to gun for a couple of them. You have to. I just like. I agree. Yeah. They didn't take their world championship from them. They got to. Nope. I'm sorry, man. You got to pay for it a little bit somehow. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I, if I remember correctly, when they first started doing some of the spring spring leagues or whatever, like some of those Astros were getting, you know, they were zinging them at them. They were getting close anyways. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't throw it sure. at the head personally, but I mean. Yeah, the head's a little close. Yeah, for that's me. A bit, that's a bit much. That's, yeah, right. A little excessive, but, you know. As somebody who's had a lot of concussions. Yeah. That's it. But. Yeah, you're right, though, man. It's, uh, it's, it's actually fascinating, like, how much sports really do matter, you know. Um, it just for, like, it's something you definitely take for granted, you know. And like we all, yeah. we all, so I'm definitely a guy who's like, well, you know, some of these guys, they make a lot of money. Like maybe they shouldn't be complaining as much as they do, but, um, we, we invest so much in them in our daily lives and it matters so much to us. It's kind of obvious why they make some of the money they make. Um, but you know, yeah. I get, I get both sides of the argument, but yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. Then there's the people that aren't getting paid that much. 
like, why would I go out and risk anything for a mediocre, you know, paycheck? So I understand that too. Right. Totally. Cause they're just, yeah, it's like they're, you know, they're like, you're asking these guys to put the health of, you know, risk the health of their themselves and their immediate family members for like comparatively, basically peanuts, you know? Yeah. And they're, they're as far as MLB goes, they're going home each night, you know, or not every night, but they're going home and that's travel city to city. Yeah, uh, they're not, they're not, uh, they're not really enforcing like a bubble quite like basketball or, uh, hockey. Yeah. Basketball's doing it right. So is hockey. I think, I think so. Yeah. Basketball's done really well. They, I mean, and, and I thought it was really interesting how they, um, I looked up sort of the bubble, the NBA bubble, and like they brought in the teams that were basically like pretty much in the playoffs or whatever, and they yeah. brought the teams that were just on the outside of it, which I I think I really appreciate. They didn't just say, "Hey, it's it's playoff time." They're going to give a couple yeah. a shot, you know. Um, I like it. I thought it was cool. I, I think hockey has kind of done the same thing. Um, but. I think basketball just did that for Zion, but <laughs> uh, yeah, probably they. Pro- I mean, you know, obviously. They want uh, they want some of these uh, high profile players to be on the screen, you know. I mean, it's still at the end of the day, it is still a business. So, um, mm-hmm. but you're right. yeah. I mean, um, some of that gets a little annoying. We're like, all right, man. Well, yeah, I get he's a great player, but they they're not winning. So, you know, what I mean, like maybe right. you know, it's like don't just feed him a chance, you know. But but the yeah. caveman in me enjoys anything. So yeah, no, for sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it has been. Uh, I noticed specifically in me, uh, and, and obviously because we're doing the podcast or whatever, like I just really started focusing like too much on the news and the, mm. the fucking complete shit show that that is. And it was bad. It was getting really bad. Like I was like really not in a good place, you know, like, <laughs> and, and sports came back and like, I, I can honestly say like, I, um, it's just nice have, yeah, man, it's just nice to have an alternative dude. Like I don't, uh, Cause there aren't many shows or any of that other shit that I really watch now. And half of them, you know, they stopped, they stopped recording them anyway. So, you know, they're not even, yeah. even like your normal shows that you might find a little reprieve in aren't available. So for me, I, I, I quit watching the news like probably a year, year and a half ago. Like, and people bring shit up to me and I'm like, Nope, don't know anything about it. And I'm, in all honesty, I'm fine with that. I admire there's that. Nothing, I don't, there's nothing like, it's just not it's not healthy it's really not yeah like there's nothing i'm gonna do really that's gonna change it and it's like and the other thing is gonna upset you or yeah even if you were trying to like get yourself informed to like you know if you're gonna go vote or something if you're trying to inform yourself uh, it's so biased like it's it's literally impossible anyways like yeah it depends um, on who you're listening to exactly (laughs) i mean there, there literally it doesn't exist like an unbiased person in the news media or outlets or any of that. I don't think it exists anymore. Yeah, dead. I met the candidate in person. Yeah, and like had a relationship or open dialogue with. I think you know, I, I don't have an opinion. Yeah, it's basically gone. I mean, the, the government's going to run itself regardless, in my opinion. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean. And for me, like I was in the military, so I was a little isolated, but like the Obama years, I don't remember it being that bad. You know, I don't know. I, I, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And he seemed like a cool dude. I'm, I'm a Republican by nature, but he seemed all right. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's just like, I mean, a lot of, a lot of what we talk about maybe isn't as bad as we are fed, you know, but 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I could see where I could see where shit could get out of control. You know, depending on who who is behind the scenes pushing buttons. You know what I mean? So I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's definitely yeah. the thing. But yeah, I, and honestly, I think that's why everybody hates Trump so much. Is like, um, the people behind the scenes are like not normal people. You know what I mean? They're like they're not people that have been in the in the DC area for decades necessarily. You know, so it's like. And for me, I feel like they're just people trying to nitpick at take Trump for what you will, you know, but they're trying to find something. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he's, you know, he boosted the economy, whatever, just leave, leave it alone. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my thing, my thing is like, yeah, when you get a major disruptor, I think it's a really good thing, but it upsets a lot of fucking people, man. Like, yeah. You know, but I think the, I think it's the sort of, I don't know if it's the veteran in me or just the, like, I appreciate someone who doesn't take shit from people who isn't going to just lay lay down and like follow the crowd and is not afraid to say what he wants to say. I think he could be a little more presidential. I mean, because it is, you know, probably the most respected office maybe in the whole world. Yeah. You could probably refine some of your actions as scotch. Um, yeah. but I like the. I also sort of down approach. <laughs> yeah, I sort, of, I sort of appreciate it too. I see both sides of it. You know, I kind of like where you're like. He's kind of like, yeah, fuck you. You're either with me or you're not. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> sometimes that's kind of nice. Yeah, he, at least he's straightforward. I guess. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, that's something you got to appreciate. He's not like, uh, you know, it's not like a, a sugar coated kind of weird thing. You know where. You don't really know what he's trying to say. The motherfucker will tweet anything, so it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. You got and maybe as like former military, we appreciate that because we just like to. Yeah, dude, like, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't like as military guys. We don't want to decipher shit. You know what I mean? We don't want to like. Yeah. Want to hope we're reading between the lines properly? That's fucking weird. Just tell. Well, we don't want to think. <laughs> tell us how it is, and whether we like it or we don't, we'll go. You know, we'll just go. No. Yeah, tell us who to go shoot, whatever. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it is it has been very uh, interesting though. I think to see how people react to things and what sort of awkward things um, people get fired up about, what what kind of weird things really upset people. Uh, I mean, it's interesting, man. Same with the same with the fucking Wuhan dude. Like, I think it scared the shit out of a lot of people. Like, and I don't know if it's because it's sort of a it's just an invisible little deal, you know, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Some of the reactions have been kind of strange. Like, have you, do you know anyone who's got it by chance? Like, have you cut, have you had any kind of impact with COVID or any of that? Uh, not, not really. Like I've still been working from home or working, going into the office. And then just recently I, with the baby, and they announced at work nobody was coming back till at least next year. Okay. So I've been one of the few that like has been at work. Right. You know, it's weird. But uh, so when they announced that, I uh, strongly under my wife's influence uh, asked if I could work at home at all. Yeah. So I work at home now just starting recently uh three days a week so i only go into the office tuesdays and thursdays so but no you don't know anyone who's gotten sick we had some people that thought they were but no nothing 
definitive, I guess. Right. That's been a that's been kind of a common thing, man. A lot of like, if you talk to a lot of people, they're like, "Dude, I was so sick like in January. Like, I've never been sick like that." And 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 it's it's I think it's true, but also you wonder is it sort of the panic of this new little virus, you know? Because I could say the same yeah. thing. Like, I saw my daughter. My daughter got sick in February. It was the sickest I've ever seen her. Um, mm-hmm. And you don't really know, you know, like you don't really know what it was like. Well, we had a lot of that too at work, where people. A lot of people think it already ran through our work because everybody works like in the, you know, out in the shop. They're all closely, you know, within close proximity and all that. And sicknesses run through there all the time. But a lot of people had those symptoms that they're saying now. Right. Hindsight's 20 perfect. Yeah, hindsight's 20 perfect, bro. Like, you, when you yeah. look back on it, you're like, yeah, I was totally fucking the sickest I've ever been in my life. I'm thankful I got through it, but I have no idea what it was. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I mean, that's that's sort of a normal outcome. It's just like all these other influences sort of put a name on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do now? Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, my brother got it. I mean, he's in Buffalo. Buffalo got hit pretty hard. My brother-in-law got it, and... um you know, he was, he was sick. He was really sick. And, you know, he just got through it. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I don't see other than it, other than it seems to spread a little hotter than other stuff. Um, I don't see how it's really much different from anything else that we tend to get, you know? No, I agree. It it could be just as simple as the common flu, but we just found out about it now, you know? I think it had a lot to do where it came from. I think it had a lot to do with uh, an election year. I think it's just kind of a perfect shit storm of all this fucking stupid stuff that. Yeah. Election year did not help. <laughs> no, I mean, I think if it was, uh, if it was 2019 or it was 2021, I don't think, uh, I don't think the Rona would have really been as big a deal quite as it is. I mean, I think even history, whether it's a democratic president or a Republican, I think even history shows that, you know, it's not like yeah. we had some of this shit before. Um, it's just, I think conveniently, um, just fell. Yeah, 2020 <laughs> is just going to be maybe one of the most epic fucking years ever. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know, man. For sure. Yeah, it's been wild for me. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, to say the least. <laughs> not to mention, yeah. So like, you've been doing all these crazy things like with the kids, and like, not to mention, it's been like one of the most awkward fucking years ever. And like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, we don't have time to like care really <laughs> yeah i get it i totally get it man totally get it dude wow yeah it's been so good catching up with you dude i know we've talked about doing this before but i'm glad we finally got one um yeah you too man we should do it again oh we will we totally will whatever you want man actually whenever you want i love talking to people about stuff i mean um just about anything really like it's just uh man it's fucking crazy times we're living in you know like um yeah <laughs> Even if you strip, the, I just say, even if you strip like the COVID and all that shit away, like it's still pretty wild. Like all the, um, you know, there's a lot of unrest going on. There's a lot of, you know, so many people are polarized over these issues. Like this is almost like, uh, I don't know if it's like the sixties or the seventies, but those were two pretty hopping decades. You know what I mean? Like back in history, if you look at them, so that's kind of our, it's our time, you know, like I think later on, like, I don't know, maybe 2030, you know, there'll be like sort of a version of hippies and sort of a version of not. And, you know, I wonder where we'll kind of fall in on that. You know, I don't know. I'm sure I'll be dead by then, but <laughs> don't say <that. laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just, uh, 
dude, your babies, like the kids in your home are going to learn about this shit one day, you know, in like a history book, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you, when you overlay that, you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. That is weird to think about. Yeah, it is. Like, you're like, Holy shit, dude. Like that's, but I mean, that's actually accurate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's wild, dude. So wild. I don't know, man. I, I don't even, I try not to think about like sort of what, um, this year is going to look like in a book. 10 years down the road or whatever. You know what I mean? It's going to have its own fucking book, probably. It's got to, right? I think it, It's got to, I think. I think it's got to. Yeah. Minimum book. Maybe movie deal. Not sure, but... <laughs> I mean... Wow. Be the, the Rock. Oh, I'm sure he'll get... You know, he bought the XFL, dude. Did you see that? Yeah, he was in the conglomerate. Bought the XFL. I, dude, I think he, he may be able to do something cool with it, man. You know? Uh, yeah, I think so, too. He's... What? Did you have a, did you watch any of that? Did you like? Did you have an opinion at all on the XFL? Like, did you watch? I didn't get to really watch. I, I maybe watched a game or two because I oh. thought it was always. I thought it was going to be around, and then yeah. So it was way better than the first time, for they, sure. Yeah. They definitely made some changes, which I thought were cool. Um, it's not anything more than like a feeder league, but I think it's an, it's necessary. You know what I mean? Like, I thought I thought it I thought it made well, sense. Even the first go round, they used innovations from the XFL totally. in the NFL. Totally, the, uh, I, I the, think the sky cam, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean the, the center field cam that floats over the stadium. One of the greatest things that ever happened in the NFL. Totally, yeah. The XFL, yeah, yeah. So, so I like I the man. I like having alternative. I like having options, man. You know. Yeah, especially right now, I'd watch fucking two midgets fight. I don't know. Oh, YouTube, dude. Get on YouTube, bro. You've been to Thailand. You've seen Muay Thai. Look at midget Thai fighting, dude. You'll, you'll, you'll cry. It'll make you... No comments on Thailand. <laughs> you have fucking... Dude. Uh, so I have a... Bu- that place bu- is a different world. <laughs> so I only got to spend like two hours there. Uh, when I came home when I came home from Iraq, we stopped at Utapau. And it was just at the airport, but the people were great. They fed us. They let us have a beer. It was amazing. Um, but uh what were you guys at patia beach totally different right totally different experience i'm sure different world i i I don't know how to even explain it like because we our job was to make sure everybody went back on a forget what they tap taps on the uh little taxis yeah so everybody went back to base and then we fucking went out as mps and then we partied with the, the, the taxi drivers. <laughs> Stay up till ugh, sunlight normally. But I, I know, I can't remember his name. Harold? Do you remember Harold? I do. All right. He, uh, he told me the story because <laughs> I don't remember. I was coming back. And he was going off to shift. And I was like 17. He goes, what? 17 Jaeger pumps. So I just oh. took 17 Jaeger pumps the night before, <laughs> along with God knows what else. Ugh. Yeah. Somehow I'm still alive. But uh, Thailand, <laughs> I never want to go back there. <laughs> you got tattooed in Thailand, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't you get your whole chest, your chest piece done? Yeah. Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah. Very impressive chest piece, man. 250 bucks last supper let's go unreal and it's 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 done so well too i remember it it actually looks really great like yeah we we 
we finished the touch up uh, the night before we left. And then the tattoo dude took us out, and we partied again until about the sun came up. <laughs> this and then I had to find my camis and put shit with, on. <laughs> you were with Gorby too, weren't you? Wasn't Billy on this? Uh, little yeah, one? Gorby was my roommate. Yeah, man, unreal. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna get you. We'll get you back with Billy on here, and we'll all we'll just have a sure. We'll have a little. Yeah, I'd love to talk to Tommy too. Yeah, dude, we'll have a little mini shit show. Totally. Okay. They don't know that we're doing this right now, so they're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like you didn't. Talk oh, they're gonna be pissed. <laughs> and they may be a little. They may be a little upset. I like to. Uh, I like to bring dudes in and get their story out first, and then kind of introduce them to the whole shit show. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, yeah, sure. dude. I think we're gonna have to call you in on on one of our shit shows. Uh, as I'm a down, man. As Whatever. A, yeah, we'll do it as well, a surprise guest. Yeah, I like. I like because we so we'll like do these shit shows. We like plan them every Sunday or whatever, and then uh, every now and again, Ooh, Sunday's good. Every now and again, I like to just throw them for a loop and be like, "Hey, look who's here!" You know, <laughs> kind of adds a, it adds an interesting little dynamic. Like, guys, smiley, this is your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. All right, man. All right, dude. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know what to say, man. I just think, uh, like I said, dude, I mean, we've been texting and stuff and, um, I just think what you're doing is special, man. I hope, uh, I hope when people listen to this, they'll be inspired to maybe, you know, step in the, in, in your shoes a little bit and, uh, do some of the same stuff, man. I don't know. I, I, in all honesty, like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything out of the ordinary, like, but again, if anybody, reaches out to you yeah. just give my info i'll mm-hmm. fill them in i'll you know whatever yeah i mean i i mean i get it i get uh i get your stance on it um i would just say from for me looking at what you're doing i just think it's really incredible and uh man there's just uh you know what's what's going on in the world man you just start to look at uh some of these other things and there's just a lot of little kids out there that just need some love you know they just need someone to want someone to, that wants to uh care you know um, yeah if you look at the big like the big picture really doesn't fucking matter. That's why I don't pay like really attention to politics or anything. It's like, yeah, just focus on people. That's it. Yeah, dude. I feel like, uh, um, something has happened to, uh, the idea of the American family. It's changing. I think people are attacking it. You know, I don't know. Uh, uh, but, um, to see a guy fight to build that, uh, family. I, like I said, man, I just think it, uh, it's special and it matters. And, um, I hope there's more people that uh, do what you do, man. And I'm just thankful you're willing to come on and share your story, dude. I hope uh, I hope it inspires other people. I know I, I'm, you know, I I can't understate enough like um, how how amazing I think you are, man. So I appreciate it. That's <laughs> praise is too high. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I do just even seeing the pictures, man. I just think it was all uh, the pictures you sent of you did a little photo shoot with your family. I think it it, uh, it shows, man. That's all. You know, it just shows. Um, yeah, man, I want to have you back, dude. I'll I'll hit you up when we do. Uh, um, so I'm taking the family on a little a little workation, if you will. I'm going to try to um, unplug a touch, but when we come back, I think I want to get you on with the boys and um, okay, we'll have a we'll have a good uh, round robin shit show, man. We just have a couple <laughs> drinks and and you know fucking talk shit, man. So sounds good to me. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, dude, hug your babies, man. Um, hug your wife and you know, I don't know, man. I just I love what you're doing, dude. I just think uh, it's it's crazy. So. <laughs> All right, tell Lori I said hi. Yeah, I will, man.
she was like, no way you're going to do that episode. Like finally, cause we've talked about it, her and I, she's like, finally, you're going to, you're going to do that. Cause she knows you obviously like we were, we, we yeah. spent a lot of time. So, um, yeah, man, I will. Um, yeah, dude. And sometime let's FaceTime with the kids and stuff and let them, let them talk. Deal. You're going to regret that, but deal. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll totally do it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, it was, All good, right. it was good talking to you, man. Thank you so much for doing this. And, uh, I'll, you know, you too. I'll, yeah, I'll hit you up when we, uh, when we punch it out, bud. All right. Sounds good, bud. Cool, man. Take care. All right. Cool. See ya.